Hi, I'm Minister Kenny McRae. And I'm Prophetess Kay McRae. And we are Broken Clay Ministry of Phoenix City, Alabama. Bama, Bama, Bama. let's open up in prayer if you are if you will at home if you just close your eyes just begin to think on the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living because we are alive today and we have the opportunity to choose to worship the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit if you would just close your eyes and go with me in prayer this morning Father God in the mighty name of Jesus we come to you today to lift up and exalt your holy name. Your name is above all names, and we declare and decree that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are the risen Savior. We believe by faith that your word is true and your power is impenetrable. Father God, we need you in every area of our lives. This world and this country need you. And as a body of believers, we ask you to intervene and show yourself as almighty God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in our lives, in this service, and in our souls. We lift up the families of George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and all the families who have lost loved ones due to injustice, violence, racism, unfair policing, inequities, and many devices of the enemy who is Satan. As we move forward in this service, we ask you, Lord, to have your way and lead and guide me in the direction you want me to go in. And I ask you to place your anointing on my lips that I would speak the word of the Lord. Lord, touch hearts today and heal, deliver, and set the captives free from all bondages. Let this word bring a balm to soothe and restore the wounded souls and will cause them to seek you in an intimate level that will lead to full turnaround of repentance. Hear our cry, O Lord, in your precious name of Jesus, we all say in unity, Amen. Amen and amen. As I begin to reflect and to go back, some of it will be a review and then we'll move forward. Our service on May the 24th of 2020, which was two weeks back, the service was entitled The Changing of the Guards. And that service was a prophetic word. In that service, a prophetic word was released. And it was released from a vision that the Lord had given unto me. And if you would, as I've said, you can go back and you can, you can hear it if you have not heard it or you want to review it. Go back in, on our Facebook page under Broken Clay Ministry. Or you can go into YouTube under Broken Clay Ministry. And the recording is there. And while you're there, we ask that you subscribe to the channel. We greatly thank you and appreciate it. The original vision was given on August the 27th of 2020. And what it was is on a Monday morning, I was sitting in my den and I was just basically 
having that time of fellowship. Jesus and coffee, for all of my coffee lovers. So as I was sitting there and praying, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit just come into the, the room, come into the space. You know when the presence of the Lord shows up. So as I was sitting there, feeling the presence, I began to see this vision. And what the vision was, there was two military soldiers at Buckingham Palace. They was dressed in full array. There was a gate and they were standing on both sides, one on the left, one on the right. And as they were standing there in their full dress armor, array, they had on black pants, the red jackets, they had the, the rifle on, and they had the big bearskin hat, you know? The big one that you see. If you look at the picture of changing of the guard or just go to both Buckingham Palace and see the, the changing of the guard, you see the uniforms. And the vision was so clear that the fur, the bearskin fur, was blowing in the wind. And in that of seeing the clarity, the gate was closed, but there on the left and the right was the soldiers that was on duty. And the Holy Spirit spoke and he said, changing of the guards. And this is where all of this is beginning to unfold in order to release it to you. The prophetic word that came forward that I want to read to you as we go forward is from the first recording that you will go back and review. The Holy Spirit is saying this. In this new era of change, you must have thick skin. The soft skin of yesterday is gone because if you are not tough, you will not be able to stand and possess what I have released for you. Many will show you how they truly think of you on their actions. Those who are for you will rally to your side. Don't hold nothing in your heart but love and release them because I am bringing new people, new relationships, new business partnership, newness in every area of your life. Be ready to move out and onward in this new changing, this new changing of the guards. Mount up, charge forward. The prophetic word that was released deals with newness. Um, remember, this is 2018. 2020 has been a year of nothing but change. Everything you have done, there's nothing you are doing that is similar to anything of, of the previous years. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. This has been the year of restart, realign, readjust, redap. Recalibrate, reset, reboot, you name the breeze, this is where we are. Because of the changing of the guards that is taking place in the atmosphere, you have no options but to change. We've come to the end of a lot of things. And behold, we are embarking on a new, Isaiah teaches that. Can you not perceive it? Well, it's nothing to perceive because it's blatant at this point. Everything that is possibly could change has changed. 
Years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke, and he says, I'm shaking everything that can be shaken, and what's left is what I want. There's a shaking in the earthen realm, and it's been shaking for a minute. You know, the scriptures also says that the all of creation groan, moan, for the manifestation of the sons of God. This is the time that we have to what? Mount up, get up, charge. We have to do what is being led and deposited into our spirit by the Holy Spirit. You know, on today our hearts are heavy as of the death of George Floyd and how he was murdered, literally murdered, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are all traumatized. Because if you saw the vision, if you saw the video, and if you have any compassion in your heart, there is no way you can be okay with that. And if you are, we need to examine ourselves. That would take us into the book of Luke that asks and talk about the man that came to Jesus, and Jesus was talking to him about being, he used a parable to him, of being the good Samaritan. You have to examine yourself in this hour to see who are you? What do you believe? What do you stand for? And what will you do? This is our self-examination of all the old places and old things and old ideologies and old systems and systemic ways that we have operated in that we are going to have to have a self-examination in order to move forward. In the vision and also in the, the prophetic word, the Lord says, I've already given you something, which means there is already victory that is in store for you. But we got to get up, we got to mount up, and we have to keep going. Yes, we have a lot of protesters that are out there. Absolutely wonderful. Praise God. But there's another piece that is missing, and we'll talk about that. When we looked at the changing of the guards, the changing of the guard was located at a governmental place of a system, Buckingham Palace, a monarchy, a system changing. We are in systemic places now where everyone is going to have to look at systems and re-examine what is my system. This is a time that people will have to come forward and they're going to have to state where they are, verbally and in writing. The time has come. Who do you believe? Who do you trust? Did God create us all equally or he did not? Is there a flaw in God? I beg to differ with you. No, there is not. So as we move forward, and the death of George Floyd is now a revolution for change worldwide. It started in one place, and God bless the 17-year-old, I'm sorry I don't know your name at this point, but I will learn it, who actually made the recording. Would we be at this point if that recording had not been made? We've had many recordings down the road in the past, but for now, such a time as this, as Esther would say, and we thank you for it. We thank you for your courage. May God continue to bless you and strengthen you as you move forward in life. From the vision and from the prophetic release, there are some 
things that we talked about in the last recording, but I want to talk about it and then just kind of expound a little bit more as Revelation is beginning to flow even more. From the changing of the guard, what does it do? There are some points that is made there. One is it ushers in something. It changes. It ushers in change. But this change is on a global dimension. It's not just in one place. It's not just in one city. Every city, all 50 states in the United States have been affected. All 50 states. There is an estimated, as of yesterday when I checked, it was 500 cities throughout the 50 states that has actually began to mobilize, and mount up, and to move out in protest, ushering in change. It's on display is the second point. It's on display for all the world to see. The entire world actually see what is happening. It's a declaration, an announcement. A declaration, an announcement of hundreds of years of injustice on a global level. It's not just in a history book, in one book. History is being written even as we stand today. Everything stops in the changing of the guards. This is ceremonial. This is pomp and circumstance of the changing of the guards at Buckingham Palace. But this is the changing of the guards in the world. Everything stops and focus on. It focus on the protest, the protestors. It focus on the video that was recorded. And it focus on the cameras that are continually recording. Everything stops. It's still, it is being recorded in time and in space. It's ceremonial. The ceremonial part of the changing of the guards at Buckingham, but the ceremony of the funeral and the possessions. And the funeral possession as the curse rolls down the street. It also positioning from one place into another. Speaking of transition, transition is a process. Transition is a process. We are processing the part of moving from one place to another in this changing of the guards. The last thing is the removal from into. Now that's the question. Removal from and into with the changing of the guards. This is a question of how to partner, how to move, what do we do now? How do we mobilize? How do we go forward? This is part of the discussion that we'll talk about as we go forward. As I said, but this is where I got it from, according to Wikipedia, the protesters and the protests have spread into over 500 cities in all 50 states. In addition to that, it has gone to a whole new world front. It is being supported in other countries around the world. Countries such as the Netherlands, China, Japan, 
and the United Kingdom. Now that is the origin of this vision of start, of the changing of the guards in the city of London. So everything has gone full circle in this change of where we are. And the Lord is showing it. We are not just a local movement, a regional movement, a national movement. It is an international global movement of Black Lives Matters. Well, you may ask the question, oh my God, I thought she was in ministry. Oh my God, what, what, what? My, my thing, my belief is I believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe in the word of God and I believe it's true. He said he's not a respecter of person. That's what he said. If it's a lie, take it up with the Lord. And if that is so, then we all are one in the blood. We are all one in creation because he didn't create diverse people. In the beginning, God created what? The heavens and the earth. And then what he did? He created man. Man. So we are man. Every color under the rainbow is a creation of Almighty God. So let me just speak to that. Now today, the Holy Spirit is leading me to now release a new scripture to add to our quest in our movement forward. The Spirit led me to the book of Daniel. And you can look at chapters 8 all the way through 10. I'm going to just basically talk about it and just share what he's saying to me. Let me give you a little overview of the prophet Daniel. Daniel was a major prophet to Israel. He wasn't a minor, he was major. He was set on a major scale of national to a nationality to a group of people that came forward. He was taken captive in Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar around the age of 15 in 605 BC and he records the fall of Babylon in 535 BC. So he saw systemic changes, systems unfolding. The system of God, which is almighty, and the system of the world, systems, kingdoms, powers, principalities, systematic things. He lived throughout the entire Neo-Babylonian period and even into the time of Persia dominance. And that's the part we have to go to history. What we're doing today is history. What is coming forward and being put on the forefront is history. Daniel's name means God is my judge. His name was changed from Daniel to Belshazzar. He was a man of excellence. And he prophesied the 70-week prophecy that is found in the book of Daniel. The 70-week prophecy decreed for the people and for the holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, and to atone, that's a big word, for equality and the iniquities. To bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. That was a lot that he did, that he came on the front of dealing with the 70-week prophecy. The 70-week prophecy multiplied down seven years times the 70 weeks. 
you come into 490 years of oppression. Mm. See the parallel. The span of the 70 weeks, as we just said, is 490 years. But it consists of, and it brings us, and what it's talking about is end time prophecy, or the word called eschatology. Eschatology is the study of scriptures or the study of, of God about the end times. The church needs the teaching of eschatology because it is the capstone and the crown of essential and systematic theology, systems, we're talking systems. Eschatology helped remain and remind Christians that this world isn't our home and to look beyond what is presently happening for heaven, where there will be, where they will be with Christ and his people forever and always. There is an end prize to the end, but in the process of the end, of eschatology, the end, the final, we have to live down here on earth. We have to live in this place. We have to deal with the spirits of this place, the inequities of this place. All of this stuff is now being on center stage. It will not go away because this is the time. This is the time of the newness. This is the time of the new era. I didn't say a year. This is a new era of change. You know, I, I'm reading from the paper, but if I turn my, my notes up and on, on the very back side of this paper is a blank sheet of paper, right? This is the new era. What we write in this new era is something that we have to all come together to do, not one piece of the puzzle. There are many pieces, it's like a tapestry, in order to develop something, in order for us to get to the point where God says, what I have for you. We have the victory, but the question is, how do we get to it? It's a process from there. Mm -hmm. As I talked about the book of Daniel, and at this time in the service, I want to talk prophetically as it relates to angelic visitations of the angel Gabriel. The name Gabriel means God is my strength. What has happened is, I said that Daniel is taken into captivity. Daniel is a major prophet of the Lord, and Daniel is having a conversation. If you would, at your time, due to time, read chapters 8, 9, and 10 at your leisure. So Daniel has begun to pray because of the systemic things that is going on in a foreign country of, of Egypt. Under the leadership of the kings, the first king was the King Darius in eight, chapter eight. And when you get over to chapter nine, leadership changed and now you, you have King Cyrus. That name has been prophesied since 2016. Well, Daniel is dealing with some stuff and he is beginning to seek the Lord with his whole heart. He's seeking him in fasting when you turn that plate over. Not a diet. When you turn that plate over and you're pulling on the Lord and you're having that intimate relationship of asking him questions and waiting and entering into from prayer into a dialogue, into conversation. That's what prayer is. I talk, I listen. He talk, I listen. I talk, he listen. 
is a conversation between two. So he's praying, and he's praying about the condition that Israel is in, and the Israelites, the nation, the people. He's praying about how we cycle with stuff, paraphrasing. We live in a time where we cycle. The Israelites cycled again and again and again. They would get into sin and they would be delivered out of the sin. God would come and he delivered them mightily. And then they'll walk in the iniquities, go back into sin. God would come again and answer the prayers of, of the prophets that would pray for them. And then what they would do, they would go right back again into sin. Daniel is seeking the Lord not only for repentance of his own heart, but also for the repentance of the nation, of people. Now, I want you to know that in the natural is the natural. You see me in the natural. This is natural. Microphone, here I am, natural. We're natural people that we live in a natural body, but we are spirit because God is spirit. And he created you in spirit. So we have to live and understand how to live in two dimensions of the natural in addition to the spirit. So when Daniel prayed immediately, the Lord answered him and he sent the answer in the spirit. But there was a problem that occurred in the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, we deal with, out of Ephesians 6, it says that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but of what? Powers and principalities and rulers and in high places. In the airwaves, as Satan fell from heaven and he pulled down two-thirds of the angels, the airwaves belongs to Satan in the airwaves. So what happened was there was an interference that took place on a high dimension, principalities that came to interfere and to intercede in the behalf of Daniel receiving the full revelation of what to do, how to do, how to move forward of the answer. The battle was so strong, the war. You know we're in spiritual war. We are in spiritual war. What happened was, because of the warfare that was taking place, it took an angelic visitation, an angelic encounter. You know, a lot of times I'm sure that we don't think about releasing your angels. This is a time in the changing of the new era. You have to war totally different from what you wore last year. Because we are dealing with spirits and portals of evil that has been opened like never before. The watchman has to take their stand on the wall that we can have the victory. This is 
a service where I'm speaking prophetically, but I'm calling for the watchmen. I'm calling for the intercessors. I'm calling for those who believe in the true word of God to arise, mount up, and take your stand in this hour. Daniel was there in his room, and there is a visitation that took place in the form of a man. It didn't say an angel. You know, angels can come and manifest in different ways. What showed up to him was an angel, but the angel was Gabriel, meaning God is my strength. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we call God to be our strength in this hour. The visitation of the angel of Gabriel showed up, and he's now having a dialogue with Daniel. And he said to Daniel, when you first prayed, it was released for you, to you. But there was a great problem that took place. There was a great spiritual interference that came into being because of what was being released. These people was in a process of being released out of captivity. As we are standing here today, we as a people are seeking to know how do we move from this place. We can't go back. So how do you go forward? And the reason I believe that the Holy Spirit gave me this is for the simple reason there are three points that is made here. The first point, when you look at chapter 9, that's Daniel 9, 22, verse 22 and 23, and I'll read it from the Amplified Bible for you. It says, this is Gabriel talking to Daniel. He instructed me and made me understand that talking with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give you these three things. Skill, wisdom, and understanding. At the beginning of your prayers, the word given an answer went forth, and I have come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. The three points that we're talking about is skill, wisdom, and understanding. Hmm. Let's look at these three points. Skill. As I said a little earlier of Ephesians 6 and verse 12, and it reads from this version. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world rulers of the darkness, against the spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places. That's what happened in the atmosphere. When we pray and when we seek God, we are seeking him from a place of where you are sitting. The Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of you. So when we release the Holy Spirit, we tap into the Spirit of God that is in your belly. The Spirit of God that dwells within you. Not over there, but in you as a believer in Christ. Skills. So we have to know how are we 
moving into this place that we can operate in the skills, the tactical skills of prayer. How to pray. Okay, church. How to pray. Wisdom. That's the second point. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom is supernatural. If you do not have wisdom, you ask God for the wisdom. And he will give it to you. Wisdom. Understanding. You may understand a thing, and understanding is different from wisdom. I understand how to turn the mic on. Click, turn it on. Wisdom supersedes your understanding. Understanding is a thing of knowledge of a natural position, of learning how to do something in the natural. Wisdom overrides understanding and gives you that supernatural thing to do. Have you ever been on a job and you had, uh, you had an assignment to do and you really didn't know how to do it? And you had to sit there and pray, okay, let's go to a mechanic. I remember once my husband told me he was doing something with the car and he was changing it and he didn't quite know how to do it. He looked at the YouTube and something just was a step that was seemed to be missing that he didn't quite get the understanding of. That's that natural part. So he began to pray and to pray in the spirit, but to pray. Seek God to give him the wisdom to override the natural part of the understanding. And praise God, wisdom came. The understanding was now trumped, no pun intended, by the wisdom. Wisdom of God, that understanding now can move into, because now understanding has to come up. We're in a place that we have to come up. Some things we've been operating in, we've been operating too low. And this is the time and the era that we got to come up higher. The Lord says, mount up, get up, come up. The three points that we talked is the skill of how to, how to, how to fight. The wisdom, the supernatural of the fight to give us understanding of what we are to do in this hour. So what I am doing now is I am giving an action call to the body of Christ, to the intercessors, to the prayer warriors, to those that are on the wall. We have a 24-hour. There needs to be a 24-hour watch that we partner with the protesters. They're doing it, what they're doing in the natural, and they're doing a mighty good job. Black Lives Matter doing a mighty good job in pushing the agenda of what is before us in this hour. All lives matters. Black lives matter. Because black lives are the lives that seems to be continually without accountability being taken. The breath of God belongs to God. We have no right to take the breath that belongs to God from no man. I'm calling as an action plan, a clarion call to the body of Christ, to the church, to leaders, to begin to move out and actually begin to pray and intercede in this, this movement. In 
this revelation. We have to, if you've ever seen a tapestry, they're beautiful, or a painting. When a person paints a picture, they say a picture paints a thousand words. You can look at that picture and it's just so many facets of that picture. A tapestry, every bit of it, every image, every color, every stroke, every needle point is needed for the fullness. In this hour, we have to all come together to form a tapestry in this movement. We have to call for those our intercessors and prayer warriors to get on the wall and begin to pray so that we can seek the skills, the wisdom, and have the understanding to partner with those that are on the front line. They're doing what they can do, but we have to come together. When I think of the front line, what I see is, think about in the church, when we send out missionaries to come to other countries. Well, everybody is not called to be a missionary, but everybody can support the missionary. We have to support the front line. We have to support them in prayer. And we have to support them with our finances. Because it takes money to do everything. There's no way around that. If something is going to be a movement that is going to bring about change for all, because all lives matter, black lives matter. That brings us to the question this morning are out of Luke 10. And the question is that I pose to you, which are you from Luke 10 that talks about the Good Samaritan. Who are you? We're in a time, as I said, you're going to have to take an analysis, a self-examination of who you are, what you believe, your ideologies, your theologies, your systems, your thoughts, all the way back to childhood and how you were reared. What was embedded in you in this hour that it, it has to go because what we're doing is we're continually to walk in a cycle that is breeding, or should I say not say breeding, that is bring about each generation of the same mindset. The word says, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. How can the mind or the soul that is in Christ Jesus be tainted? And if it is, then that means he's alive, and he's not. We have to examine ourselves, examine where we are and what we believe in this hour. Then get up, mount up, and move into the change. I've heard someone say in the past that change ain't change until you change. But you gotta change to change. Like the word become, B-E hyphen come, the way I look at it. You are who you be in the process of the coming to become the fullness that you were created to be. Hmm. The Good Samaritan, there was three categories to consider. Are you the priest that goes to the other side? I'm in the church, but I don't have nothing to do with that. Oh no, I don't have anything to do with that. Or you're a Levite, you know, and, and you do the same thing, 
you go to the other side of the road. When you see this man been beaten by robbers, by thieves, and he's in a place where he needs some help. Help comes not only just in I can give you money, but I also need to do is words and deeds that lines up with it. If I'm hungry, don't say I'm going to pray for you. So which one will you be or will you be the good Samaritan? The good Samaritan was the one that took him in. He helped him. He took him to a place. He got him shelter. He got him food. He had someone to help to see about him, to take care of him as he went out on his business travels. And he said, but when I come back, if I owe you any more, I will give you restitution. I will make it right for you. Question today, which one of you do a self-examination in this process of the changing of the guards? See, we the body of Christ, we cannot go out and be on the front line when we need support for the mission and financial support, as I said. This is a spiritual war that is unlike any other at any other time in history. And when we fight in the spirit, we got to fight as a serpent of craftiness. He's crafty. And what I mean by that, the Holy Spirit will give us the way that will supersede any other way of being crafty in the spirit. The how-to. In the spirit of prayer, we have to lift it up. We must have skills in how to war with systems that are outdated. Remember, we're dealing with systematic things, systemic. We've been doing it. When you look at any business or anything, there's policies and procedures. Policies that needs to be broken. Policies that, that are outdated that needs to be removed. Become wise in this hour. One thing that I've learned from being in corporate America is the fact that, and, and, and just looking and being in business, being an entrepreneur, the thing of it is, there's nothing like when your money dry up that will get an attention. We are black people are the most consumable people in the world. We spend, spend, spend. We support others and we don't support ourselves. And we constantly are giving out. But we don't own too much of anything. So if you say that 99.2 businesses, corporations, professional teams are owned by everybody that don't look like you, then the other percentage is black owned. But we are consumable. I have found, and I remember with Martin Luther King, God bless his soul, as long as we're talking about civil rights, we're good. We're just talking about it. But the moment that he shifted and changed to begin to talk about economics and economics of, of justices, 
He didn't live long. So what does that say? That says that don't mess with my money. We as a people be needs to begin to look at our money and begin to see how we're spending our money. What do we need to do? How do we grow and become better? I can teach you something if I withhold my money from you. I can get your attention and guess what? If I get your attention, we could come to the table to talk about civil rights, human rights, humanity. And you know the sad thing is, we shouldn't have to. It should be an inalienable right, but it's questionable. But the thing of it is, if, if we can begin to mobilize in prayer to support the protesters on the front line, support them as missionaries of doing the on the ground, boots on the ground, pick them up in the spirit, seek the skills in the how-to, seek the wisdom of God in this situation, in this time, in this era, so that we can obtain the victory and have an understanding of the changing of the guards in our life because everything is changed. There's nothing that we are doing now is like anything we've ever done. The world changed. In some instances, it's like I didn't get the memo. It changed. 2020 is that year where this is a new era. The prophetic word, the release, the changing of the guard is here, but we got to change. We got to take an assessment of ourselves to change. And we got to mobilize and usher in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Understand your finances of your money in order for change to come. I want to thank you for listening this morning. And I want to thank you and I ask you, I implore you, whatever church you may be a member of, if you believe the word of God, if you believe that the word of God is true, if you believe that you're made in the image of God, if you believe there is no more Jew and no more Gentiles, that we are all equal in the Lord, if you believe that, pray, seek God, ask him for a clarity and an understanding in this movement, in this time, in this era, because nothing ever will be the same again. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to thank you for this time that we spent together. I pray that ears was opened and eyes was open to see you. Not me, but you. I ask you, Father, to continue to bless your people. Continue to give them the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding of how to flow in and out of your kingdom. Even though we are on earth, we are seated in heaven, in Jesus, who is seated next to the Father, that make intercessions for us. So Father God, we come to you today and we ask that your word be true and let every man be a liar. We thank you this day. We believe by faith that when we pray and we come on one accord, that you're here, you're here, and we thank you for your presence. We don't take it lightly. Father God, I ask that you bless every ear, every ear, every eye that look upon this video. Strengthen them. Meet them at their point of need. Whatever they are in need of, grant it to them. 
I ask that they seek you. I ask, Father God, those who don't know you, seek you. Repent, turn, change. If we've been in places that we need you, Lord, we all need you. We need to walk in your glory. The glory that you gave to us when you went back to the Father. You said, this glory, I've given it to them. So we have the glory of God. We just need to possess it, own it, walk in it, know that it is already yours. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Continue to bless and continue to do. We call for the watchmans to mount up. We call for the prayer warriors and the intercessors, the intercessors to take their rightful stand in this hour. We ask that you bless the front line of the protesters all over the world. Keep them safe, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus over this in every area. Your blood, there's nothing that can penetrate the blood. We call for repentance of systemic ways now. We speak now against coronavirus and we say die in the name of Jesus. You die for this comes from the pit of hell. And we curse it to the root. We annihilate it with the word and the power, the fire, the Holy Ghost now. We thank you, Lord. Every person, there will be no harm, hurt or danger come to no man. This coronavirus will die. Now, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We forever give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for who you are. In the matchless name of Jesus, we all come together in unity and say, Amen. Hallelujah. I'm Prophetess Kay McCray of Broken Clay Ministry. And on this banner, if you get a chance to look at it, this banner gives you information about the ministry. You can find us on our website at brokenclayministry777.org or you can email us at brokenclayministry at gmail.com. We thank you for chiming in today. And I'd like to leave you with this word. May God bless you and keep you in all that you do. And have a great day. And have a great day on purpose. Until next time, this is Minister Kitty McCray, and I'm Prophetess Kay McCray, and we are Broken Clay Ministry of Phoenix City, Alabama. Now, now go, go and, and have, have a great, great day, day on purpose. purpose.